Alright guys, for those of you who have caught up on the last chapter for One Piece, we left off where the Straw Hats have bamboozled York when she was about to make her announcement to the Five Elders of her wanting to take on the position of being a World Noble. So now we are about to witness what is about to happen in this chapter for One Piece. This and much more in this episode for the Nerd Fix today. Hi guys, I'm Jade with the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to talk about the latest chapter for One Piece, chapter 1090, titled Kizaru. So for those of you who have read the latest chapter for One Piece, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those of you who haven't read the latest chapter for One Piece, I suggest waiting until it's officially released tomorrow on August 21st. But for everyone else who had early access to the chapter, Let's continue on ahead. So at the start of the chapter, it begins with a cover page request of a black cat and Kuro quietly reading. So last time we saw Kuro was long, long ago, since the beginning of One Piece and in the beginning of the East Blue, where Usopp, Nami, Zoro, and Luffy were fighting against Koro's crew protecting the Maple Maple Village, which was Usopp's home. So it's really interesting to see him reading a book along with being surrounded by black cats, who surprisingly have glasses and they're pretty weird looking from looking at the pictures of them. But with that said out of the way, let's continue on with the chapter review. The chapter begins with Luffy calling the Five Elders, introducing himself at the same time confirming that his, him and his crew are allies with Dr. Vegapunk, and asking if they cared for Zork's safety and should withdraw their fleet from the shore. Morris then asks Luffy if, if, he's cur- if Vegapunk is currently still alive with him on Lapo Face. Luffy then tells him Robin forces him to stop. With that, He's about to tell him, but Robin then forces him to, to cease, telling him that he can't give the enemy any information about their status. But to which Luffy then stops and apologizes for this and asks if they will back down, with Luffy telling him to quit, to quit dreaming. And actually, seeing this, this is actually quite a surprise to see Robin this angry at Luffy. Because Robin is someone who is a bit nonchalant and easygoing when it comes to Luffy and his, anti- and his antics, but seeing her really upset at Luffy that he is about to expose more information about where Vegapunk is located in on Eggman Island, yeah, that she does have a reason to be upset with him, and rightfully so. Saturn then asks if they need to protect three things, the three things being York, punk records, and the plan that is to produce the Mother Flame, and every, well, everything else is expandable. Doorman reminds them, reminds him that well, the Cyberpole agents are still on the island, but he explains that considering the worst case scenario, they need to prioritize the safety of important things. But Doorman considers the humans are no different from insects, and if the numbers shrink, they will replenish over time, which then after much consideration, Thorman accepts Saturn's wishes. And we pan back over to Lapo Face, where York tells everyone they heard her and she made a deal with, with them with the Noral Note World Government, and Egghead will be completely destroyed in the same manner like Ohara. And with her words, she earned a smack 
and with those words itself, she basically got slapped in the smacked in the face by Nami, when rightfully so, to Zoro coming in trying to calm her, trying to calm her down. Chopper then asks Robin if her injuries have recovered, which she confirms that they've had. Goku then is seen resting with his own entries, but Luffy and Bonnie are just casually eating, much like those gluttons usually would. Usopp, on the other hand, is trying to contact the underground basement. Luchi, on the other hand, notes that both Shaka and, Pl- and Fiagoras are have been destroyed. Have been, have been destroyed, or in other words, both are dead. While Lilith, Edison, and Atlas are still alive but heavily injured, Kaku then asks. What he what he plans on what he's actually saying, to which Luchi basically just said that he's simply talking to himself. And from this, I could basically point out that maybe Luchi is basically just handing off information to the world government, just basically giving them an, a status report of what the hell has been going on in Egghead Island recently since fighting against the Straw Hat crew. As if this is the same thing that he's basically turning against them just to tell him what the hell's been going on, then I'm probably guessing that this is just something that he's doing, just so giving some more information or background of what's been happening recently. Then, Usa manages to come... to get a come. Usa manages to get into into the system and ask now if he's able to free his cyberpole agents and if they and if they are fine. And it turns out they provided the agents with with food, which they were deeply grateful for. And if by N has to be free, however, Usopp said he's unable to, and asked to be moved away from the Seraphim instead. And it turns out the four Seraphim have been contained in bubbles made from the same material as the bubble shields from the Pacifista Mark III, and the same properties of the sea stone, uh, as sea stone, as snake, as sea stone. As snake tells the agents. Neither of them are but ordered to kill, and don't need to be scared. Frankie then tells S. Snake thanks her for saving for freeing him. Lilith and Usopp, on the other hand, as well. And Dr. Vegapunk wonders why she why she did so and never programmed her to act this way. But surprisingly enough, there is a reason why this was the case. This was revealed that Luffy crossed paths with S. Snakes and mistook her for Boa Hancock, even though that when you look at the Seraphims, they basically are child versions of the of the Shijibukais themselves. And, after, and from there, Luffy asked her to free his friends, and doing so because she inherited somewhat of the real Hancock's love for Luffy, she basically did so. And Dr. Kapung made a note of Luffy and thanks as Snake once again. And she misinterprets this as a confession of love. And Atlas tells Vegapunk she still can't open the frontier dorm, and said that they're still trapped. York then tells them she locked everything with a password she shared with none of them, making it hard for them to escape. So York basically made it impossible for them to escape. So now they got to work a way around to find out what the password is and how they're going to get it from York because if she has the key to the password they are going to have to find many they're going to have to find a way to get the password from her or see how, where on Egg Island they could get the password cuz 
if they're unable to get the password, then only time then they gotta find a way to be able to get off Egg Island before it before the island becomes disintegrated from the Buster Call itself. Then we go over to Susie who tells Dr. Vegapunk they're surrounded as Nami talks as he talks to Nami, telling her that they should head in the one direction in one of the directions her log posts recorded in Wano. And she notices one of the needles is pointing north east of Ekan, and Dr. Vegapunk says that it leads to Elbath. And this was much of the joy to Usopp and, and Luffy. And Vegapunk states the crew was fortunate their ship is on Lepopace, uh, Stratum, and the entire coast is blocked by marine ships. They wouldn't be able to leave that way. And he states that the north and heading northeast at the other side of the island, and doesn't have many ships blocking it. He also states Vega Force 1 and could potentially carry them to and their ship past the blockage, but it only fly within the air field of Egghead, and which it will fall down. Happily, thankfully enough, Frankie then tells them that they could use the Thousand Sunny who the burst ability to carry them the rest of the way. Which does fascinate Dr. Vegapunk. So the plan that Vegapunk has is they're able if they're able to use the Vegaporce one to carry them away from the marine ships before they use the buster call on it, they'd be able to escape and get to Elbath. And with using the Kude Burst, they would be able to get there in no time. So I'm really curious to see if how this is all going to go, because this is going to be pretty interesting. Alice then admits the sound the plan is is sound, but it reminds them the frontier dome. And I said the frontier that the frontier dome won't let them leave. To which York tells them they'll never get out out without the password, because she herself has the password. But unluckily for her, Vegapunk, Atlas, and Edison got to work trying to crack down the code. Lilith, on the other hand, Vegapunk tasked her to commanding the Vegapunk. Force one, and starts heading for the mech, for the mech with Luffy, Bonnie, and Frankie joining her. She starts gushing over leaving the island for the first time in her life, with Luffy saying he'll miss the food on the island. Bonnie shares the sentiment and shares this as well, and states that she should bring some. With Luffy telling her Sanji can cook for them, which does bring a big smile on her face, and she t and he even tells Bonnie that and asking her why she is in a good mood, and say that she feels better knowing that she no longer has the feeling or the intentions of wanting to kill Vegapunk. Which is a big turnaround for Bonnie, because in the beginning, she did have intentions of wanting to kill Vegapunk at the beginning because she had, because he had something to do with her father. But now that he was able to tell the truth of what happened to her father, and knowing what had happened to him, she now no longer feels the intention to need to want to kill, want to kill Vegapunk. So this is a big turnaround for Bonnie, and now I'm curious to see of what's going to happen next. Now that they're we're about to head into the Elbafar, then we then over to where the elder, to the fleet itself. Saturn is notified of the situation by Lucci, which, what I was right about this whole thing. Lucci was basically telling the one of the five elders about this whole situation. He was basically snitching the entire time. And he asked Kizuru if 
he can slip by the Frontier Dome with his powers. But Kisuda tells him Sotomaru is guarding him. But he ignores him with Kisuda saying it will go against his own morals and ideals. And adds that if they begin their assault, Sotomaru will, will likely order the Sea Beast weapons and pacifists to attack. Saturn asks about the power plan that Kisuda admits Luchi is able to rely on the information with them. And the ships get into battle formation with Roku Shiki Ruzers putting a standby, and they're about to bombard until they aim for the Sea Beast weapons instead of Pastafista. We then see Luffy, Luffy's group reach the Thousand Sunny and Vega Force 1, as Kisuru then uses his attack known as Yato no Kagami and reaches the island. We then see Sentamaru intercepting attack with Luffy sensing Kisuru's strength and says that someone strong is on the way, which is where the chapter ends. Now we're about to see something serious unfold, and I am dying to see what's going to happen next. I love that this ended on a cliffhanger, and I cannot wait to see what's going to happen next. Seeing that Kisuru used a very strong attack just for him to reach the island is huge, and now I'm really curious to see the whole Buster Paul about to unleash onto Egan Island, and this whole battle about to unfold. And if the potential of seeing Luffy going up against Kizaru, because this is going to be insane. But only time will tell of what's going to happen in 1091. And for all I can say of what's going to happen next, I'm all for it. And I am on the edge of my seat of what's going to happen next, because this is going to be insane. thoughts on Aaliyah's chapter for One Piece. Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Let me know in a questionnaire I'll be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. Let me know what you guys think. I honestly thought that this was a huge, awesome episode and I really love that it ended on a cliffhanger. I seriously can't wait of what's going to happen next in 1091 because it's going to be huge. Not to mention, we're only just a few chapters away from 1100. This is another huge milestone for the One Piece manga, and it's massive. Also, in addition to the questionnaire that will be posted on Spotify at the end of the episode, there will also be a poll at the end of the episode of what were your guys' reaction to the latest chapter as well. For those of you who have stuck around towards the entirety of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And as always, whether you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you. And stay awesome. Thank you for stopping by. I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!